Zach Ellis, Commercial Credit Group. Thank you for joining the program here today and giving us an update what's going on down in the Permian Basin down in Texas as the governor has lifted the, or is going to anyway, lift the go back to work and be part of civilization order. Also checking in what's going on with maybe some of the midstream, upstream, salmon stream, different parts of the oil and gas industry, of course, impacted by the COVID-19 shutdown, the coronavirus impact. Uh, Zach, how are you doing today? Doing well. Odessa trip uh, has not been as fruitful as we thought it would be. It's more of a apocalypse-type situation than anything. And it may be a bad term, but I, I haven't seen Odessa like this in years. When you say apocalypse, are you talking about more of the people? That are, there's, just that, there's just not the activity that you would have expected? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's 100% correct. You know, we were speaking earlier, and I made 27 stops yesterday, um, just different businesses within the trucking, construction, and oil field sector. Um, out of 27 businesses, only three of them had an open door that we could walk into and talk to. Um, we're seeing entire yards full of equipment. Doors are locked. There's a very few employees, if any employees, there. So, Although the governor lifted restrictions on May 1st, we're still finding ourselves with companies with employees either working remote or they're not working at all. Coupled with oil prices, uh, yesterday they jumped to $24, but that's still nothing to uh, kick and scream about either. So it's incredibly tough. It was not what, uh, what any of us expected when we came out here. I was just reading this morning where they're looking at another round of financing, like the PPP type of financing for these small businesses out there. And um, I, I have to believe that this is a big part of uh, why you're not seeing too many businesses out there that, uh, they, you know, a lot of places ended up getting stimulus money that more or less, whether they need it or not, is not even the issue anymore. Um, a lot of people that are getting the stimulus, they're not opening their doors. So there's not a lot of places to, you know, go and course you know there's health safety reasons so i don't want to get into that argument either but have has that kind of played into this at all have you run into that maybe that there's some people out there that we're going to do some traditional or i'm sorry some alternative financing because you know they needed a bridge or they needed to figure something out and then they got a stimulus package from the government are you running into that sure that's that's a huge thing we're running into and i'm glad that you asked I have just numerous customers, obviously, that we keep a record and account of and we stay in contact with because a lot of our customers that are with us stay with us for years and years and years. And, um, you know, like we spoke last week, that PPP program ran out in 13 days, $349 billion. So we really have to reflect on that and look at, A, how many businesses applied for it, B, how many applications are still pending, and C, the people that got money, what are their plans moving forward? Yeah, I knew coming out here, um, you know, being four hours from the Permian, I try to come out here every other week, but I knew that oil prices were going to reflect in the businesses that were open, but it seems like even more so everybody is still confined and staying at home, um, and, and the few guys that are working, some of them have open doors, some of them don't. Some of these places out here are just remote offices, and, and others are corporate, but a lot of the corporate offices that we're seeing out here are all closed, um, and that's something you just have to face. Well, I'm looking at it from a different perspective, is when 
I lost my business back in 2009 because I invested over a quarter million dollars in the internet. Uh, we didn't, you know, we had a paradigm shift. The newspapers were declaring bankruptcy and, and you know, uh, radio and television stations were trying to figure out how to make money back on the internet too. And nobody was paying for it. You know, there wasn't anybody paying for it. Well, then the rise of Facebook and Google and Yahoo happened. And so a lot of people didn't go to the local newspapers for news and they didn't go to the local magazines and et cetera, et cetera. So there, there was a huge paradigm shift in the media industry and the example i give all the time is newspapers had a 100 year monopoly in a town and in 10 years a lot of them went bankrupt because of the internet that is a paradigm shift i believe the oil and gas industry has been going through that as well and it doesn't need me to say that you can go to uh, uh, people like Harold Ham of Continental Resources and James Volker, formerly of One, One Oak, I'm sorry, Whiting, and John Gibson of One Oak, they've been on this program talking about a paradigm shift. So it's, it is a thing that the industry is going through. What I'm hearing you experiencing right now is what I went through and what other industries saw, which is government as competition because you're out there hustling, trying to find people that need loans. And now if they're getting 1% loans and no forgiven back, you can have free money loans. Holy smokes, man. That's like when I, I remember when I was trying to sell advertising and, and we had little kids out selling advertising for the, the local schools. And I'm like, well, I can't compete with little kids selling advertising. I got to figure out a new game plan here, you know? And that's what I kind of see you're, you're faced against, Zach. Is that dawned on you that right now your biggest competition is government? Exactly. Exactly. My my biggest competition that I face is is the mentality surrounded around the coronavirus and and obviously we know that it's it's an incredibly important topic and we know that it is an incredibly uh you know deadly disease but i think it's just a lot of things coupled with it it's the virus that hit it's you know the beginning of the second quarter along with oil prices and people just aren't working and obviously with the ppp loan you're right it did help a lot of people out i mean where else can you borrow a couple million dollars or i mean even a couple hundred thousand dollars at one percent and you got two years to pay it back with six months deferred payments i mean and there's nowhere cases, else that you can find that loan in some many cases you don't have to pay it back correct if it's for uh forgiven if you use it on rent utilities if you use 75% of it for payroll and then 25% for expenses, it, it's forgiven. And that's very easy to do if you, you know, are, are a business owner. That's very easy to do. That, 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 that's where, you know, it's interesting because to me, this is, gets in a philosophical thing where, you know, so many people are talking about the free market. Well, it, th there's an example of the free market not working right now. Because, you know, I, I've talked to a dozen businesses who were approved in March for that that uh, government bailout uh, f financing, which started the whole process, and they still haven't gotten anything. And now, you know, here's you out there busting your hump, and your biggest competition is these bailout packages. Because what you're offering is a different sort of financing for people who need it because you know assets might not be covered for example you know or land uh, investments might not be covered because like i said 75 percent of it has to go to the 
payroll. But if you got yourself on payroll and your wife on payroll and your kid on payroll and your uncle on payroll, a lot of these places that got bailed out, they got family members that don't even work at places and they got money for it. So th- th- that's what I mean, where this is this turned into a ridiculous um, kind of a teat sucking, if you will, uh, exercises for a lot of small businesses that really uh, tilted the playing field a little bit. And, and anyway, I, I feel bad for you out there because I know what it's like to to go out and hustle and hustle and you just get, I mean, you're not even getting doors slammed in your face. There's just nobody there. I mean, you're getting tumbleweeds, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, They're they're not even opening. They're not even opening, but you know, in the, in the finance industry, you know, we're essentially surgeons, you know, our job is to, to walk into a situation and, and dissect it and, and figure out, okay, what's the problem you know, how can we help? How can we improve the, the customer's cash flow and how can we help them grow their assets? So this is there's good and bad with it in anywhere that you go. And this is what it's one of those times I may come out here in two weeks and I may run into, you know, 25 or 50 customers that say, hey, you know what, Zach, we need money. But keep this in mind, along with the second round, know that there's customers out there. If you're listening to this right now, you listen to this podcast when it comes on, there are customers out there that need help on refinancing debt on factoring invoices maybe you're adding a piece of equipment maybe you uh you know maybe you have a trucking company that's going out of business maybe there's a construction company that's going out of business we finance transportation equipment oil field equipment construction equipment i'm actually out here with eric which is our construction guy eric is doing a 3.4 million dollar debt restructuring buying out a customer that has a 28 month term left the customer wants to stretch it to 48 to increase his cash flow. Uh, not only that, but we lowered his interest rate by three points. And he's also adding an additional piece of equipment. He's adding a John Deere loader. So, folks, there's a ton of options. Commercial Credit Group is an independent company. We lend our own money. We service every account that we write. We're not a bank. We know that these bank guidelines are tightening, and this is truly a time to pick up that phone and call me. That's what I was going to mention is that, you know, you guys do have some different financing, which a lot of people just might not be used to or, or quite understand and, and et cetera. But it allows a lot of different flexibility for things that are not even offered right now. I mean, I talked to a guy the other day and he, he had no idea what to do about getting any kind of loan. He didn't even know if banks were open, you know, that type of thing, because. They, they, they operate under some pretty strict guidelines. And that's the thing that still kind of blows my mind is because, you know, you banker people, you finance people and insurance to this matter too, but primarily the banking, you know, securities and exchange. Um, everything is so stringent and, and tightly structured that I'm just surprised the way that they've done these, these uh, PPPs and some of this other money distribution. You know what I mean? How easily that it was facilitated through banks and so anyway i don't want to get too opinionated because you know you guys are so scrutinized for what you can say and what you can't say and you can't be opinionated and i get all that and i don't want to get you in trouble that's why i just go back and say i can't even believe how this all kind of played out in reality given how the bar has been set in the past and how closely they hold people's feet to the fire when it comes with you know finances so anyway i i just wanted to say that because i 
I, I, I was feeling that in the moment, and I know that you can't say anything near that because you'll get in trouble, and uh, I don't want you to touch that and get in trouble, sir. So I'll just I'll just own that for myself because this money talk. But uh, let's talk a little bit about how people can contact you and talk about some you know financing for those you know like you said receivables possibly you know hey I know there's a lot of people looking at you know buying businesses of uh, you know baby boomers that are looking to retire. And that's something that you can help people with, too. So uh, how can people get in touch with you? Yeah, just one quick thing. So April 2020, Commercial Credit Group has been a record month for debt restructurings across the board. So, um, yes, we can help people if you're buying out of business, whether trucking, construction, oil field, we can help with that. We can help with debt restructuring. That's been the huge thing here lately. Stop your payments. We can hold payments for 60 to 90 days, possibly lower your interest rate. If you need to add a piece of equipment, trucks, trailers, wheel loaders, excavators, motor graders, whatever it might be, we can add that in the deal. But definitely feel free to call me, 682-386-7973. I'll be here in Odessa until tomorrow night, and then I'll be back uh, the following week. 